0: Okay, right, we know what we're doing, do we? We'll start with the Diana musical, and then we'll do Mario Brothers.
1: I've not watched the Diana musical. I said we were going to... Listen, Paul, I've been away in Monaghan. I don't know who that is. What do you want me to do? What's Hold on, Rachel? I know we're down here for a dirty weekend, but I need to watch fucking Diana, the musical for Paul. Fuck off.
0: Hello and welcome to another episode of the Movie Chef podcast where we make a meal out of movies. Uh, I'm your host, Tebs. With me is my executive host, the man of the garage.
1: Goodbye, England's Rose.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and it seems to me, oh, I was, oh, well, we'll come on to that. But uh, yeah, this week we're not going to be doing the Diana musical.
1: <laughs> <because> <laughs> <laughs> Maybe the start gave that away.
0: So <laughs> at least 50% of us haven't seen the film. In fact, a hundred percent of <laughs> well, us haven't seen haven't it. Yet.
1: Seen, haven't seen, have have no yeah, have, have no interest. Don't want to. Uh, yeah, it's it's exactly how the next time somebody turns around to me and goes, Cormac do you want to watch cats again? No. <laughs> Cormac do you want to go see cats? No. I don't want to go no. see Rumtum Tugger. <laughs> rumtum <laughs> Tugger is dingy. Rumtum tugger oh, fuck off, rumtum tugger. Whacker. <laughs>
0: Uh, yes, so how's uh, how's your week been? It's been an odd week for me, I must admit. It's
1: it's been all right, it's been okay. It's we went, me and the missus went away for a retreat weekend. I'll not say dirty weekend, yeah, (laughs) I'll not say dirty weekend. It was a retreat weekend, a retreat, yeah, a calming weekend, a weekend in a spa. So we went oh. and we in a pools and jacuzzis, and we went into things that I had to put my feet into, and then there was crystals
0: and saunas and stuff. Did you treat yourself to a facial?
1: No, I didn't. Do you know how much it was? 40 fucking euro. 40, 40 euro for a mud, well, I said it was a mud bath. Like they said, it was like a fucking mud bath, but a facial kind of thing, and I was like forty euro, and yeah, yeah. Or you can do twenty euro for the whole spa, and like euro. Yeah. 20, euro. <laughs> whole
0: spa, yeah. twenty euro. Yeah,
1: twenty Yeah, euro. No, not not. I, I, like I have, I have this thing as well. I don't, I don't like to
0: be touched I by don't.
1: people that don't know.
0: Back and shoulders for me, hate it.
1: I see. I'm, I'm quite a hairy man too, so I would feel if I took off my t-shirt, people would just start screaming. So yeah.
0: There, there was a time when I was quite sensitive about my weight, and if anybody mentioned my uh, my chesticles, I'd get really mm. offended. And one really? lad, yeah, and one lad the other day, it was I was at his desk, and I was leaned over at him. I was explaining something about work, and he kind of his hand moved to where he was just accidentally just pointing right at my breast <laughs> from about an inch away, and I just looked at him. I went, "So you're kind of pointing at me tip right now?" <laughs> and I just <laughs> thought. <laughs>
1: <laughs> see, uh, I, I, genu- I genuinely don't give a shit I'll just take my top off anywhere I, I do not care I used to, I, when I was younger I did I was kind of sensitive and stuff like that But now I just don't care
0: I do when, I was a, when I'm abroad, I do Because then it's like The chances of you seeing anybody You know, who you have to look in the eyes of And say, you know, having to see that mess It's minimal no. So when I'm on the beach I just take the top right off Over here
1: riddle Ritch- tells me off everywhere I keep windows open Walk naked next to windows And even when I was in the hotel Like, I was just walking past the window and opening curtains, but naked, and she's like, come on, would you fucking stop that? I'm like, whatever. They're going to see it. Who cares? They're the pervert, Rachel. They're looking at my window. I'm not looking at their window.
0: Well, uh, I wanted to say as well, congratulations to Ben from my work. Um, His wife gave birth to uh, baby Arian Petru. Uh, 3.75 kilograms.
1: 3.75? That's
0: really small. Is it? Yeah, I don't know, but uh, yeah, I think, Aurora, look, was, I
1: think Aurora was eleven. Fair play to him. Well done.
0: Eleven pounds or eleven kilograms?
1: Oh, hold on! What's pounds and kilograms? I have no <laughs> clue.
0: I do not doubt that Aurora What's probably came out. What This
1: is this is post. This is fucking post Brexit shit. People talking kilograms. Who fucking cares what kilograms? Tell me a pound number.
0: I'll be honest. I wouldn't surprise if Aurora did come out at eleven kilograms.
1: Jesus, yeah. No, I wouldn't <laughs> fuck around with anyway. Like she'd punch me in the face.
0: Uh, so, yeah, congratulations, Ben, and Mrs. Ben. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Congrats.
0: just realised I don't know her name. <laughs> congratulations, Ben.
1: Let's call her Barbara.
0: Congratulations, Ben and Barbara. Uh, I know Ben's been stressing about his missus. He's been so worried about her, and he is, he is a genuinely good guy. So congratulations to them. Um... Congratulations.
1: Congratulations.
0: Okay, enough of that shit. Right, uh, we watched some trailers tell me you the trailers
1: I think I did <laughs>
0: <laughs> one um, bored me which one one I was quite surprised with we're doing a third trailer and, and one I couldn't care less um, well let's start with Game of Thrones the House of Dragon Summit?: oh yeah I got bored <laughs> <laughs> it was,
1: I don't know it was it was kind of like me, me and Rachel both watched it me and Rachel are both fans of, you know, A Song of and Fire, the
0: books. Because you've read you know, all the books twice. Yeah, yes, yeah.
1: yes. And, you know, the, the mythology of, of the whole shit and all that jazz. I get so it, I understand deep.
0: it. So yeah. deep, so deep.
1: But the both of us kind of looked at each other and went, yeah, it's, it's Game of Thrones.
0: So has the last series ruined it for you?
1: No, in fact, it's made it better. Why? Would you like? Would you like to know why? Go on then. Because I don't think I don't think that a Song of Ice and Fire will ever be finished. I don't think the final book will ever be done by George R. R. Martin. It'll probably be, <clears throat> it'll probably be somebody else, just like they did with uh, Wheel of Time. So it'll be somebody, somebody new will take it up. Okay. Um. I think that having they always knew the ending of of the the whole book. Right. So the ending that we're going to get in the books will be near enough exactly the same as the ending that will be in the TV show. Right. So I'm expecting that ending, but I expect a completely different way to get there and a different outcome. So the brand, the brand yeah. stuff, I don't, I don't think it's going to be in it because I think George R. R. Martin is smart enough, smart enough to go, you know what, that didn't fucking work. So maybe I'll take that out. And you can tell I, exactly where Martin, Martin's input into Game of Thrones stopped in season five. Because that's when it started to go downhill and they just rushed it. They just wanted to put it out as quick as possible. It's not going to last another fucking, you know, five seasons. It's not going to last another six seasons. We need to wrap this shit up in two.
0: So what's this series about then? This is um the people who were banging who shouldn't have been banging.
1: Yeah, and it? I'm not I'm not hundred percent sure what lineage it is, like, but. It'll be mainly to do with the Dance of, dragon for, Dance of Dragons. So it'll be the two sisters and the brother. Um, it'll be the near enough the ending of the dragon lineage.
0: Uh, sorry, sorry. Let me, let, let's explain it for people, <laughs> dumbasses like me that haven't read the book. This is about the blonde lot, yeah?
1: The blonde lot, the Targaryens, yes.
0: The blonde family, right.
1: The um, dragon people.
0: The dragon people. And mm-hmm. did one of them bang a wolf person? Oh, am I thinking of West Side Story still?
1: Uh, no, you're think you're, you're thinking of the same thing, but we're not going to go that far. This is like set a couple of hundred years before that. Eh. So we're not we're not going to it's not gonna lead into Rhaegar and Liliana Stark. It's not gonna lead into that. This is like hundreds of years before that happened.
0: Oh wow, well, that'll be really interesting. So, yeah.
1: So this well it is interesting, but it's it's like you will see a lot there. Are, what did everybody love in Game of Thrones? Boobs, dragons. Oh yeah, what, dragons. What do what what can we have more of?
0: us getting cancelled.
1: <laughs> dragon fights, dragon shit. That's what people love. You know, I can guarantee. You, again, this is all the guys sitting in a room. What do we love? Boobs. Yeah, but what else, Bobby? Uh, dragons. Right. How about we put fifty dragons in there? Brilliant. Fucking sign uh, it up. Sign cool. it up. Here, um, listen. It's all filmed in Northern Ireland again, so meh.
0: I um I spoke to uh, Jerome Flynn the other day.
1: Oof. Jerome Flynn?
0: Yeah, Jerome Flynn. I had a conversation with him.
1: Did you get him to sing? Nope. Well, that was pointless, then, wasn't it?
0: In the context of the way I had a conversation with him. I'm not going to mention anything else while we're recording.
1: <laughs> you literally, you literally, were just ringing random numbers, and Jerome Flynn happened to pick up the phone, and you just yeah, he always... done. <laughs> <laughs> He's paraded and ran. Hello, Jerome Finn. <laughs> Game of Thrones. Soldier, soldier. <laughs>
0: oh imagine, my love. T- up On the roof. Imagine that. I'm just ringing random numbers and celebrities answer the phone with their own name. Rosamund <laughs> Pike. Oh no, she's, she's not famous enough. Hello, bottom Carter. Hello. Oh. Hello, Helena.
1: Hello, <laughs> can you get me a sofa, sorta? Of? <laughs>
0: Right, Um, another trailer we had was uh, the full trailer for Resident Evil, Welcome to Raccoon City. Um, Mm -hmm. We're doing a video game movie this week. This is a video game movie. There's a link there. (laughs) Synergy. Synergy.
1: Synergy.
0: (laughs) Yeah, this is uh, Resident Evil. It's a film. Is, Is PTA Downgrade doing this? Probably no, he's not. not he's abandoned not, it not,
1: now. Not PTA upgrade, but PTA downgrade.
0: No, no, the bad PTA. No, he's he stepped aside so somebody else can pass on their vision of the Resident Evil franchise. <laughs> I don't know. I haven't watched these. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I I stopped watching these fucking ages ago. It's a reboot. I think it's too soon. I'm sick of zombies.
1: Resident Evil smells to me exactly like Fast and Furious. I don't know how many there are. I don't know why they're still being made. Um, I don't understand them.
0: Well, this is full full-fledged reboot um, set in 1998. <laughs> so it's set roughly around when the first one came out.
1: Okay. Um,
0: they're going to a mansion, the Spencer Mansion, in Raccoon City. Um, apparently, this is more um, loyal to the stories and the characters from the, the, the games. Again, I think it's going to be one of those where if you haven't played the games inside and out, half of it will pass you by. But again, if I'm going to go and watch it as someone who's I played one game, found it boring. Um, If I'm going to go see this, there's nothing attracting me to this. I'm I'm sick of zombies. I'm sick. Okay, let's
1: let's let's play a game here. Right, look away from the screen. Look away from the screen. Yes. Right. How many Resident Evil Mila Jovovich movies have there been? And, na- I, and name them.
0: Have you got them in front of you, right? Resident Evil, yep. uh, Apocalypse. Yeah. Uh, shit. <laughs> 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 I went to see one of them at the Cinema with Faceache as well. No, so we
1: remember. had 2002's Resident Evil, 2004's Resident Evil Apocalypse, yep. then 2007 we had X.
0: Terminate. X- Extinction. We
1: had 2007's Extinction. Yeah. Uh, then in 2010 we had af- Aftermath. Afterlife.
0: Afterlife. After
1: afterlife. 2010's Afterlife. Then we had 2012's Retribute Retribution.
0: <laughs> you have? Are having a stroke right now? You all right? Retribution. <laughs> Retribution.
1: Retribution.
0: I cannot. And then, oh, nah, man. I... And
1: then. And then. In 2017, with Resident Evil's final chapter, yeah, final
0: chapter. That's the thing about me and you: we always finish each other's words. Like Horace Gatto. Oh, words. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so this is a reboot. Can't be bothered with it. Uh, Donald Logs in this, as is Neil McDonough. Uh, which screams to me low budget, but sorry, Neil. They
1: they sound like two Irish lads to me. (laughs) Cormac might go see that. Donald Logue, I might go see that
0: movie. Uh, And then we've also had a trailer, full trailer for Joe Wright's uh, musical drama Cyrano uh, with Peter (laughs) Drinkledge, links into Game of Thrones, um, Kelvin Harrison Jr., Ben Mendelsohn, uh, Hayley Bennett, etc., etc., uh, what did you make of this trailer? This is one that I kind of throw at you, which is kind of like out of the ordinary and not one we'd normally go see. Yeah,
1: it looked, it looked very low budget.
0: Yeah, I'll take that. Uh, it's,
1: it's, it's not, about... listen, it's not, it's not my bag. It really is. Like, I don't care who's in the movie. Like, you could put Tom Cruise, you know, as fucking Cyrano de Bergerac. And I have no interest. Like, I didn't even, I'm a massive Steve Martin fan. I I really can't give a shit about Roxanne. You know, like, I I have no interest in that story whatsoever.
0: I actually thought this was, I I went into watching this trailer thinking, oh, Christ, here we go, another one of them. And you know what? It's a story we've seen time and time again. The ugly guy writes the poetry to woo the woman for the handsomely dumb guy. Um, And in the end, she probably ends up going with neither of them or whatever. Um... You know, there were some sort of catchy songs in there. I like Joe Wright as a director. is is done a fair bit. Mm-hmm. Was, that's Joe. This is the same Joe Wright in it from the Adam and Joe show. Am Joe I on that?
1: Cornish? No, it's Cornish. So Cornish.
0: Yeah, I always get them two mixed up. <laughs> that's if Joe Cornish showed up on the set to uh, <laughs> the Darkest Hour?
1: <laughs> <laughs> he's doing a, 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 another Attack the Block movie. I hear. Cool. I enjoyed Attack the Block. I thought
0: it was all right. It was something new, at least. Yeah, it was. No, it was all, uh, This whole, yeah, let's not get into that. So, there's uh, some news coming up this week. <laughs> I think we all know what I was going to say there, and I'm not going to carry on that sentence. Um, what news shall we start with? James Gunn is back in the Guardians of the Galaxy hot seat. Bang, bang. Bang, bang. James Gunn. Bang, bang. No, this is gun with a double N.
1: All right. Yes. Yeah,
0: so... <laughs> ah, <what the> <laughs> uh, James Gunn is doing a Gal- Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special um, coming on to Disney Plus around, would you believe it, Christmas time. I think it's t- kind of taking a little bit of the piss out of the Star Wars holiday special. Yeah. I think yeah. I'm hoping this one's going to be funny. Uh, but Gunn has announced um, that there will be a character uh, which he believes is his favourite of all time um from the mcu the, introducing one of the greatest mcu characters of all time uh, is what gun will do
1: well is it going to be like another situation that we're going to have where vision is going to turn up again
0: well he's already been introduced this is apparently a new character the greatest mcu character of all time but, okay it might be uh Oh, God, I don't know. I mean, we're talking, uh, not Bojack Bo Horseman. What's his name? Bojack Thorman. Who's well, who the greatest Beta Ray Bill.
1: They can't be true from the movies already. B.D. Ray Bill? Who the fuck is B.D. Ray Bill?
0: B.D. Ray Bill? B.D. Ray, Ray Thor? The Horseman. The Horse Thor. Anyway, but... um. So, look, uh, apparently we've...
1: Again, are you, having, are you
0: having a stroke now? You've, you've never heard Beta,
1: of B.D. Ray Bill, B.D. Ray...
0: You've never heard of E.D. Ray,
1: Ray Bell. Bell. Well, obviously not.
0: God damn it. Jesus. Right, he's, he's, he's a horse, and he's got the power of Thor. What more do you need to know? Well, but there is a lot. All,
1: it's it's going to be, it's going to be, uh, whatchamacallit, it's going to be an Ewok
0: kind of character again.
1: Well, I guarantee it's going to be something like that.
0: I think it's one of these where they've started... Going on about you know could it be Doctor Doom could it be Adam Warlock could it be Nova could it be Ghost Rider um, you know could it be but whoever they, it could be could it yeah, be Howard but the they have already, already
1: been being, introduced they are no, not introduced.
0: in the MCU not in the MCU they haven't not the actual character but I think this is just I mean somebody suggested that it could just be fucking Santa Claus and he's part of the yeah. MCU and it's going to be something
1: a, stupid it's no yeah. listen like one division has completely fucked all this for me. So I'm not looking forward to anybody. It's not going to be a character that we want to see. It's not going to be a character that we know. It's no. just going to be some fucking stupid in-joke that James Gunn and Feige or Feig or whatever his fucking name is, that the two of them are laughing about. Ah, smoking their fucking cigarettes. Ah, for a year, they're going to think of something fucking good. And then we're going to fucking drop Peter Quill's brother, Feeter Pill. <laughs> and it's going to be played by Chris Pratt as well. <laughs> Aren't we fucking brilliant?
0: But why don't we put him in a fat suit?
1: <laughs> yeah, brilliant. Let, let's, put, let's put him in a thin suit. <laughs> Won't that be funny?
0: Um, so Marvel... Uh, we, we've, it's not usually the avenue for new Marvel MCU, MCU news, but Marvel India, uh, the official Indian um, Twitter account...
1: You sent this to me, right? Yeah. And I couldn't get... What you were getting at, and then I tried to open it up that night. I went to see Shang Chi again, yeah. um, and I opened it up that night and I couldn't open it, well, and that got me curious.
0: It's since been deleted, as the tweet. Um, but the Indian release dates uh, for upcoming films are Ma- Marvel's um, Eternals fifth of November, pretty much standard around the world. Doctor Strange, Multiverse of Madness, March 25th. Again, about- my
1: birthday. My birthday.
0: There you go, Doctor Strange Day. Um, Fall, Love and Thunders coming on May 6th. Uh, Wakanda Forever, Black Panther 2, uh, July 8th. So again, all these are, you know, as expected. Then it throws on at the end that October the 7th, 2022, next year is the release date for Blade. Now, this was first announced that it was going to be coming in Phase 5 even um so for for marvel to announce it now the fact that it's been taken down so quickly is either fueled the fire that people are thinking that it is um correct and marvel wanted to take it out because they didn't want to announce it that quick or it is completely incorrect and marvel wanted them to remove it because they didn't want people getting any wrong ideas
1: yeah i mean again it could be either one of those and it could even be marvel did it on purpose
0: now, apparently the movie doesn't start shooting until July. This isn't Marvel's. I've, I've Marvel have never done it where they've just suddenly announced a film is going to be released within a year without any... I mean, by now they're doing... I mean, we've had a post, we haven't even had a trailer for Doctor Strange, but we know it's been filming for a good six months or whatever. You know, Thor Love mm-hmm. and Thunder has been filmed and probably finished filming by now. So I can't see it. I think, I think
1: it has, yeah. Sure, it was Taika set came out and said they actually have stopped everything now on it. And they're just in post? They're just in post? Uh,
0: So I can't see that happening. Um, HBO Max, uh, the American uh, streaming service that... Hello, everybody on the other side of the pond.
1: Hi.
0: Hello. Um, Apparently, you've been enjoying some lovely HBO Max content um, for the past... uh, Sopranos. Yeah. Um, The Wire. The Wire, yeah. Yeah, um, stuff, that we, stuff that we could just get on HBO, yeah. Yeah. Uh, mm. So now, apparently, they're going to be launching this in 14 countries uh, in Brilliant. Europe. Brilliant. Uh, it's Brilliant. going to be launched in... Well, well, it's not actually going to be launched in the UK because they've got the deal with Sky and Now TV to have Sky Atlantic and Sky HBO. Yeah. Club. So we're still going to see all that shit on Sky, but, uh, yeah, they're going to be launched in Europe.
1: But, like, what's selling point now for HBO?
0: Well, it was that they had a load of um, releases exclusive to HBO Max and cinemas. You know, dual release dates, King mm-hmm. Kong, Godzilla, uh, Mortal Kombat, Suicide Squad, all these have been released on HBO Max. Um, all they've got left this year, in fact, I don't think they've got much left this year that's going to go straight to, to HBO Max. Uh, yeah, it's basically, if you haven't seen The Sopranos and The Wire, then download it for a month or two and then... Delete it again Because I, I don't know What else HBO have got in, in terms of the content In terms of I mean they've still got June to come out this year Which yeah. Do
1: you know what's good? Game of Thrones
0: Game of Thrones is on there um,
1: up, to, up to season 5 anyway
0: Up to season 5 uh, Big Bang Theory is on there Apparently So there's going to be Loads wow. of stuff yeah, So there's going to be Loads wow. of stuff Wow
1: you, I, you I, I can't watch I would watch Big Bang Theory From morning to night
0: Well if you've got E4 <laughs> you can do
1: I wouldn't. I'm speaking,
0: only lying. Speaking of June, I watched the... Uh, <laughs> speaking of lies. <laughs> speaking of June, I watched the 1984 version today for the first time. I've never seen it before.
1: Okay.
0: Um, it, it's convinced me that when this new one come out, I absolutely am guaranteeing myself to be nowhere near a cinema when it does because fucking hell, that is an awful film you love it, don't you? You can't get enough of it.
1: Dune's not shit. (laughs) It was in post-pre-production hell, all right? I don't know which version of Dune you watched. I'm not saying that it's a great movie. It's not a great movie. Um, All I'm saying uh, is back then, early 80s, I don't think they had the capabilities to make a movie like Dune. It's exactly like Lord of the Rings. They couldn't have made Lord of the Rings in the 70s or the 80s. They had, they had to hold back to early 2000s to make that movie for technology to catch up with what the content of the books were. So that's all I'm saying.
0: If I'm going to go watch that film in the cinema, a version of that film directed by the guy who did Blade Runner 2049, then I'm not interested. I will, Really? It will ball the shit out of me. Within 20 minutes, they're talking about Spice. Spice and realms and twisting earth and space and different houses on different planets. And then some big guy can float around places. Then Sting comes out looking like Mr. Nimbus from Rick and Morty. And then, fucking <laughs> then, <laughs> and then suddenly it's like Carl McLaughlin's there like, and his voiceover, like we're reading the fucking book. And it's like, why don't you try acting your feelings instead of just going, I don't know whether to go down here or not. I must drink the water of life. Do you want to drink the water of life? You can't drink the water of life, but it will give me life. Let's go drink the water of life. Oh, we're now at the water of life. You drink some water of life. Oh, I feel the water inside me. Thank you. Fucking shit.
1: I think I think Denis will maybe edit it out some of those bits.
0: I <laughs> I hope so.
1: <laughs> but I don't know. I'd like to see that. I'd like to see fucking uh, Timothée Chamolet. Uh, doing some of that stuff.
0: Uh, it's just going to be like seventy-eight fucking minutes of Timothée Chalamet just walking around, looking at Junes, going, "Wow, this is spicy." And then, like, <gasps> who's who's playing Sting? Who's playing Sting's finest? I hope it's Sting. Is it? Is it
1: not Mimmo? Oh, is that it?
0: I'm almost
1: sure. I'm almost sure is changing, or maybe Batista's in this as well, isn't he?
0: Batista's playing the other one. Okay, the other ginger head one. <laughs>
1: one. Uh, maybe it is. Maybe it is. I'm not. I'll be honest with you. I'm not a hundred
0: percent sure. What was uh? What was Sting's I've, name? You
1: see, I've sta- I have I I have stayed away from a lot of the stuff. Um, what was Sting's name was? Fade. Fade Raza.
0: I'm just looking now. Was it something like that? Yeah, Fade. Fade Rather. So who have we got playing them? It's got to be somebody good. Don't tell me it's somebody. No, nah, there's nobody with that name. Oh, they've written Sting's part out because nobody could do it as well as him.
1: <laughs> Maybe that's a surprise that Denise's gonna pop up,
0: <laughs> just in the little underpants and the ginger wig. <laughs> <laughs> so look, I'm I'm not hopeful. If dear listeners, you're waiting for a special episode on the new June movie, it's just gonna it's
1: gonna co- happen. Oh, how much how much shit have you made me watch? How much crap have I had to fucking sit and watch? Fuck you! You're watching, dude. You're watching, dude.
0: Um, Ridley Scott says that Gladiator Two is ready to go.
1: Listen, we've been here before, haven't we? We've we've been here before. We've been here. We've been through the script of of Gladiator Two, where he fights his way through. Uh, the underworld to get back to his messes oh haven't we been here isn't yep. this what it is wasn't this the script
0: yeah yeah it was by um, it was written by can't remember his name not Nick Rogue what's the name of the fucking guy from uh, the 80s anyway carry on
1: <laughs>
0: the guy in <from> the <laughs> 80s what was his name
1: <laughs> is it the guy with the lethal weapon
0: no no it he, was a singer It was a singer and he wrote uh, anyway, Adamant we- <laughs> yeah, he's had a man. Adam man. Uh, Nick Cave. Is Nick he a singer? Yeah. So, yeah, he wrote a story where, uh, yeah, it was fucking bizarre, but we'll probably do that one day. But um, I, I just think this is one of those films. If there's any films that don't need a sequel, in there are Gladiator and Titanic. You just don't need a sequel.
1: <laughs> I don't know. I really pretty want to see a fucking sequel to Titanic. And uh, do you know what the, the, what the story is? It's Kate Winslet going on trial for murder.
0: Do you know what somebody said to it the other day? I was reading something about the Titanic and the mention you know how fucking sick it is, right? So, Rose, Kate Winslow, gets that's two days banging Leo and then he saves her life. And then she spends the next 80 years. She gets remarried, she has kids, she has grandkids, she spends another 80 years of life. But the one place she goes to the afterlife. Is with Leo on the deck of the Titanic?
1: I know no, she's like... had kids and everything. Yeah, like she's, she, she's obviously had husbands so who've had long, long lives with her. You yeah. know, loved yeah. her, fucking kept her as well, kept because she doesn't work. Like she doesn't like she does. What fucking qualifications does she have?
0: Carrying around an eighty million pound fucking rock on her fucking neck, exactly. But...
1: Imagine That's... finding that out when you get to the fucking party Gates. Are you fucking trying to tell me you had that in your pocket the whole fucking time? I've so been when... being a, I've been being a fireman putting fires out, keeping it for you and your fucking kids. You've got eighty million pound in your pocket, you old bitch.
0: But you know what? It won't see her there because she's fucked off with Leo, some guy. She had That's a holiday. Right.
1: She's away He's waiting for fucking with Saint Peter's looking at him, going, "Fucking, what's wrong with you, mate?
0: What else don't need a sequel? We had many other films that don't need a sequel." There's some that are just perfect, aren't there? i sure The other one. Tweeters at Pod Movie Chef. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we're getting gladiator too. Um, and on and bumper news this week, there's one more bit of news that came up that I wanted to uh, chat with you. Um, Jamie Clayton from Sense8 is going to be playing Pinhead in the Hellraiser reboot. Um, once again, the uh, Clive Barker tale is being adapted to movies. Um, David Bruckner is the director mm-hmm. and uh, Jamie Clayton is going to be playing Pinhead. Um,
1: it's like every twenty years we have like a horror revival of movies, isn't it?
0: Yeah. It's like every
1: every every twenty, then they become popular for five years, and then they drop off, and then they become popular again, and then they drop off. It's you know Wes Craven needs money, probably. So um, yeah, let's just reboot Hellraiser again.
0: Well, it's looking like it's going to be on uh, Disney Plus, Star, and Hulu. Um, I, I've, the first was. I mean, it was the first kind of sickening sort of... You know, it sort of took the stuff from the thing and stretched it. Literally, some of it got stretched that bit further. Like, torture porn. It was probably the first yeah. literal torture porn series. And some people love them. For me, I just started watching it. I was just like, I can't get into this. It's not, it's not for see, me.
1: I never I never got it. Do you know what I mean? Like, I, like, I got Freddy. I, I, Freddy, 100%. Yeah. I, got, I understood Freddy. Friday the 13th, I got Halloween. I got... Waxwork, I got Hellraiser. We... I never got it. I didn't I, I, like. Maybe it was too cerebral for me. Maybe it was, you know, Wes Craven. Wes Craven's horror movies can be sometimes a bit like that, a bit cerebral, a bit weirdish. So it, sometimes mm. it can take a wee bit to get into them. But I, I, I just, it just never floated my boat at all. Hellraiser.
0: The, I think the main issue, basically, Hellraiser is something like. I mean, like I say, I, I didn't watch it long enough but there's this group called Cenobites that float around dimensions and the leader is called Pinhead and he's got pins in his head um, well now she's going to have pins in her head but again somebody was saying how Pinhead is not gender, is gender neutral because they are from a different dimension and they don't believe in gender and, uh, fucking, I don't know okay, anyway. here's,
1: one. here's one okay here's one Hellraiser movies how many official Hellraiser movies were there? You don't have to name them, but you can tell me if they have, what the five. number. Five. Okay, let me count here.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, if it's more than five, you're going to be bugged. You're going to have to use your other end.
1: Would you believe me if I told you that there were ten Hellraiser razors? No. Ten. He- Hellraiser one. Hellraiser two. Hellbound. Hellraiser three. Hell on Earth. Hellraiser 4, Bloodline, Hellraiser Revelations, Hellraiser Inferno, Hellraiser Hellworld, Hellraiser Hellseeker, Hellraiser Deader, and Hellraiser Judgment. And that's not including Nightbreed, where he actually was in Nightbreed as well.
0: Right. Somebody said that the Cenobites were like from the Vatican of Hell. And that means... Pinhead is the Pope of Hell or some shit. I don't fucking care to be honest. No. But we're getting it. I, I, there won't be as gory. There won't, if, especially if it's going on to Disney and Hulu and stuff. It won't be that. Fight. It's going to be more creepy and weird. And
1: no, I would. I would think. I would think that it would. I would think that it would be because there. There is some like horror movies on stars.
0: What? What going like Hellraiser kind of vile.
1: Hi, yeah, but it's all it's it's going to be cerebral it's it's not going to be as gory as what it's not going to be like a clive barker original it's not going to be like that
0: well we'll see or rather fans of hellraiser will see but uh, yeah are we even bothered that the change in the gender of pinhead is it a thing now still can we just forget Couldn't about it can give, give a shit can give a shit um right so this week though we hey. are discussing uh a film that you know i've wanted to talk about for a long time i think uh i think it's got a lot of undue press got a lot of bad press some of the people who are in it have spoke out against it um but you know on a second viewing i think it's one of those uh, one of those productions that you can really sort of take a liking to so here's our review of the diana the musical
1: uh, no! <laughs> I'm Captain Lou Albano talking to you about drugs. Kids, don't be afraid to say no. Anyone that asks you to use drugs is not your friend. Drugs can and will kill. Remember, don't be afraid to turn to your priest, your rabbi, your minister, your moms, your dads, your teachers, because drugs can kill. And if you do drugs, you go to hell before you
0: die. Please.
1: Superman. Woohoo!
0: Well there's a great I'm tell you a fact first. Please I'm let's tell you go. A fact first let's as go well. straight into it then tell us your fact.
1: Charles Martinet. Do you know the name?
0: Sounds a bit like a pirate. No,
1: he's not a pirate. Okay. Charles Martinet is the original and only voice of Mario. Woohoo. Okay. And I have met him? Really? And he is yeah, yeah yeah he is lovely and he is fucking delightful um when i was working for the video game retailer um, we went to a show in birmingham mm. and it was like a you got about 40 people got to go in and it was the nintendo reps and charles martinet was there so he basically told us his uh history of mario so he was like a basically a struggling actor in california And one of his friends uh, sent him to an audition in Las Vegas. He didn't know what he was going for. Um, And they sent him to Las Vegas for this audition. And it was for uh, an Italian plumber. So that was all they said to him. It was basically you're interviewing for an Italian plumber voiceover. So he was outside. He was waiting, obviously, to go in. And he was doing a, oh, oh, Brooklyn fucking, you know, plumber, whatever. He was going through it all. And then he found out that it was for a video game. And so he thought to himself, well, the only people who play video games are kids. And kids won't really register. Oh, Brooklyn, all this. So he was like, I'll, I'll lighten it, so I'll soften up the accent. And that's why, ho, oh, ha, Mario, ho, So he went in, and apparently he was the only person that basically did it that way. Everybody else went fucking New York. he
0: right. was only,
1: He was the only one that did it light. And they basically just kept him going. I said, right, just keep going. And he literally just kept doing, like sonnets from shakespeare and just doing like lines from fucking hamlet and anything that popped into his head yeah, and he just kept going and going and going and they made him go until the tape ran out yeah. so they recorded his voice made him go until the tape ran out um and then it was six months afterwards that he found out listen, you've got the gig and your voice is going to be in this video game blah 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 blah, blah. I think there's only one... I can't remember what it is, but I think there's only one game uh, since 1986 where he hasn't voiced Mario. And he does Luigi, Waluigi. Um, he does Wario and he does Mario. So yeah, Charles Martinet is fucking delightful. And I genuinely hope he, he lives until he is 10,000 years of age because he deserves it. He is lovely.
0: Not fair play. I have nothing met anybody from the... Uh... From the games of Mario, but uh, it's always good when you meet people like that and it's always somebody who's, you know, actually kind of lives up to that reputation almost or makes definitely. you feel, makes you feel like, you know, I'm actually kind of glad I met this person.
1: Yeah, definitely. And he was, do you know, when you meet somebody and you fucking know they love their job, like you know they love, and he, he is it, he's got the fucking Mario shoes, he's got the Mario socks, he's like, he doesn't stop doing the voice. Like he was, he was like, leaving people's answer machine messages and he was like doing answer machine messages and stuff oh what's that oh you're trying to ring a chain no no all this stuff and you're like you fucking love this man and i hope you get to do it till the end of time
0: that's brilliant that's brilliant but uh no, yeah. oh, uh, th- on onto a movie that nobody liked working <laughs> on. <laughs> yeah, so from uh, from somebody who loves the job on Mario to somebody who hates it, pretty much everybody involved in this whole film. This is Super Mario Brothers from 1993, um, directed by the couple of Annabelle Jankel and Rocky Morton, uh, written by everybody in Hollywood.
1: <laughs> it, it, like I, I was looking up, I was looking up, obviously trying to get a bit of tidbits and stuff from this, right, and. I couldn't keep up with the amount of people who are either script doctors or editors from the script. Or It was it got into, like, 30.
0: I I remember going to see this. There's a cinema, an Odeon cinema, opened up in Leeds. Well, I say opened up, it would up from mid-'70s, but I went to see this in, like, 1993. And, and I was 10. Well, I was nine. I was in Leeds, the big city, with my brother, seeing Mario. It was brilliant. It was amazing. I bought the video. And I've never revisited it over the last 20 years. It's, I asked on Twitter, I asked people genuinely, um, do they think this is a great adaptation of Mario? Is it a film that's so bad it's good? Or is it a film that's just bad? It's just a bad film. What do you think got the most votes on Twitter amongst yeah. our tens of people? voters.
1: I would, I would say that there's probably a lot of hate for this movie, so I would probably say that people more likely would say that it's a bad movie.
0: Um, in terms of Super Mario, uh, 16%, this is 63 votes, so we're not exactly changing the world here, but 16% said it's bad, 25% said it's so bad it's good, and 59% said it's a great live action version of Mario.
1: I think they're taking the piss. They probably are. They probably are. <laughs> no, let, don't get me wrong, right? It's not a great movie, right? It's not at all in any way, shape, or form. But if I still I may, love them. I still love the movie.
0: If I may, uh, it's not a great Mario film. I don't know. That sounds a bit of a paradox, but it's not a great Mario film. As a film from the early 90s with some CGI about two plumbers that go to a dimension ruled by dinosaurs. It's all right. It's possible. I've seen a lot worse. It's
1: but we look worse. back... We, yeah. yeah, we look back in this movie. We look back in this movie, though, with, with rose-tinted glasses. So yeah. if if we were to see this movie today with absolutely no context, you would probably turn it off within half an hour. The acting, uh, isn't, the acting isn't great. The story kind of doesn't make any sense. Uh, you know, I, I still don't understand how Fisher Stevens and the other guy can get to New York but Cooper can't.
0: They go through, yeah, they go through the hole in the wall or something like that. So Yeah,
1: it basically it doesn't this
0: make is, any sense. I mean, this starts off with, um, who, who, do you know who did the voice at the, for the intro bit at the beginning, by the way? Where the, it was Dan Castan- Castanella, Homer Simpson.
1: Castanella, Homer?
0: Yeah, Homer. Um, so this is basically the story, that the concept that the a meteorite came to Earth many years ago with the dinosaurs and it killed all the dinosaurs apart from a few and it created a parallel dimension where dinosaurs evolved into humans and we've got our world where monkeys evolved into humans um, and then we got but a, we a,
1: all, but we all look alike
0: but we all look alike and there's the, the and there's the basic the situation where this princess is dropped in the human world and she's given a piece of a meteorite that can help combine the two and, uh, it's really complicated and it shouldn't be do
1: you know what though two separate worlds right there's two separate worlds where evolution has happened differently in the two different worlds, right? There's no main difference, but the only difference in cars is they have dodgems and we don't. That <laughs> doesn't make any sense. The cars look identical. The cars are fucking identical. The cop cars are just New York City police, police like such a random course of events that these two things have ended up identical, but the only two things the only thing that's different is that they've got Bumper car, electricity on the top, and the sparklers going off. And and after I read, after I read this, right, I didn't know that it was called Dino Hatton.
0: I was just about to say that. So <laughs> it's it's like one of those. You remember the Rick and Morty joke where he says, uh, "Do you just say cosmic or quantum in front of everything to yeah, make cosmic. it sound No, no, shut up. Now go into the cosmic battery.
1: <laughs> but what is like what is the what is the it's not futuristic it's just that everything has sparklers coming out of it like anything it doesn't matter. that that's that's the difference between us like the, the buildings have sparklers coming out of it cars have sparklers coming out of it lights have sparklers coming out of them it's like what the, what what the evolution part is this i don't understand
0: <laughs> and this is pretty much i mean the going for the We'll, we'll talk about the the make. I know of we've, we've got the di- we've we've
1: completely skipped over everything and got straight to Dino Hatton.
0: But <laughs> <It> we're <was laughs> Dino <laughs> Hatton, and this is going for that kind of cyberpunk dystopia. You know, I can imagine you take all these extras out, put in a, I mean, in fact, no, take the plumbers out, put in Arnold Schwarzenegger, and it could pass for like Total Recall too. You know, it's like, that going yeah. for that vibe out there. You know, the,
1: but it is. But you can see, you can see the amount of different writers that this movie has been through just by watching it because yeah. the tone of the movie is different scene by scene. You know, like I was reading earlier that the Rocky Morton and Annabelle Jankal, they, they basically wanted it to be more of like a human thing. And then Nintendo got involved and went, whoa, no, this is a video game. This is our fucking, this is Mar- Super Mario Bros. It needs to be. And you can see the differential between, you know, uh, you know, for... For instance, Daisy meeting Yoshi for the first time. You know, basically, he's a creature and it's kind of like, oh, my, this creature. And then, you know, later on, we get Yoshi being fucking stabbed. And it's kind of like... No, this is little Yoshi who fucking swallows the mushrooms. What the fuck? Well, why is this fucking crazy Irish bit stabbing him? Like, what the fuck is going on? And you can see it scene by scene, the differential between what they wanted for the movie. And it's like, it gives me a little bit, like, again, and I like this movie, it gives me a little bit of a headache at <laughs> the jump between these things. Is it a comedy? And that, oh, your dad and your ma died. All right, thanks. Thanks for that. you see stabbed. <laughs> ba-bum.
0: Oh, ba-bum. Yeah! What,
1: what what are you trying to do to me here? You're emotionally fucking destroying me here. You're giving it's, me a migraine.
0: It is absolutely all over the place. And and like so you can see where because the the, the the directors at first wanted to create a um pretty much borderline R rated film. They, they yeah. wanted to make because they wanted to bring the video games to an, an, a young adult and an adult audience. By the time this is out, this is this is about ten years, 10 to, 5 to ten years after Mario yeah. boom.
1: It was the first. It was the first official video game movie. Yeah.
0: And, but by that time, people were saying, like you just said there, with uh, Mario's voice being tuned for kids not adults you know and they wanted it to be a family thing um and they were trying to bring video games to a, an older audience you know um so they're trying to make these films and this film in particular they've they, they went dark they were talking about sort of strippers and murders and there were all sorts of bit apparently there were one scene that actually it was close I mean this is the, the time when Mortal Kombat didn't want to become a R-rated film in 95 they wanted to keep it PG thirteen. This is Mortal Kombat and they actually had to tone down Super Mario Brothers just to get it to a to a PG film. It's insane to think what they went through.
1: But it just, it, you know, the one thing, the one thing that again, I'll go back to script editing. Right, <laughs> the first screenplay was done by Barry Morrow. Right, Barry Morrow wrote Rayman. Right, they nagged Barry Morrow's script. Because they thought it was too much like Rain Man.
0: Yeah, when well, Luigi was supposed to be a bit savant and yeah, older and then, brother, and, yeah,
1: and that's when that's when you know people like Ed Solomon of Men in Black and you know um, Bill and Ted uh, fame comes in, and he becomes a script doctor. But the amount of script rewrites that this thing went through was it was insane. And I, I, like I read as well that the cast just gave up. Like the cast gave up because they were going through so many rewrites. They just had no time to, to learn their lines. Like, every, every six hours, they were coming back with rewrites on these scripts and these lines. Dennis Hopper signed up to be here for, for five weeks. Here, I say here. He signed up to be in this movie for five weeks. He was on it for 17 weeks.
0: Well, actually, um, I asked Ed Solomon on Twitter, um, could he give us in one tweet? I think it's I think it's a lot easier trying to get people just to give you one tweet than give you half an hour of the time at the minute.
1: <laughs> Explain just... to me, Ed, uh, why? Does...
0: What was the difference between your vision of Super Mario Brothers and what we got? I'm dying to know. And Ed said, I don't quite remember. I mean, look, fair enough. I can't remember where I was 30 years ago. You know, if I did a job for two weeks 30 years ago, yeah. I'd struggle to remember everybody's names.
1: And to be fair, to be fair, he was only a script doctor in it, so it wasn't hmm. his script. He he was trying to fix the script up, uh, as you know, as, of the fucking mess that was created on it. Um,
0: and he said, fuck. "All all I know is, um, all all I know is only worked on it for a few weeks, and they didn't use much of what I did. But he still got his name against it.
1: Yeah." For good or bad. <laughs>
0: and you say everyone pretty much gave up. I mean, we'll come on to Dennis Opera in a minute, but it's Every famous. Everybody, it,
1: it, it is one of those movies, right? It was one of those movies that I, I keep reading about. And nobody, there is no positive feedback from this movie at all. You know, the, the two directors hated it because they believe that their original script that everybody signed on to was getting ripped to shreds by the studio and by nintendo because they every day they would get uh, like rewrites and every day they would get looking at the the footage and they would go no that's not right so then by proxy all the fucking actors started getting pissed off at the fact that you know they just kept having to learn new lines and all this jazz dennis hopper fucking hated it the directors hated dennis hopper bob hoskins hated the directors leguizamo hated the directors Bob Hoskins and John Leguizamo, they, they decided just to start fucking drinking during, <laughs> during the making of it, to the point where John Leguizamo got so drunk at one stage he was hit by a car and he broke his leg. And he and there's some scenes in the movie where you actually see him in a cast. You
0: see him in the cast. Uh, Bob Hoskins as well in, one, in a driving accident broke his finger. And again, they had to paint the cast pink, so it would look up and apparently there's a few scenes where you can see that as well. About Dennis Hopper, so him not being happy on set. So this is North Carolina. You're in an old steel warehouse that's been retrofitted to look like Dino Hatton. Um, Dino Hatton. (laughs) You're supposed to have been there for five weeks. You're doing this job because you told your kid you wanted to... uh, This is what Dennis Hopper actually said. Uh, He told his son that he did it because he knew his son liked uh, video games. And he goes, well, why did you do it? And he said, I, did, I mm-hmm. did it for the money. I did it so you could have new shoes. And his son, actually said to him when he saw the film, I don't need shoes that badly.
1: Nah, <laughs> it's the no. old, it's the old Michael Caine Jaws 3D. The yeah. kids needed Christmas presents.
0: <laughs> well, the, the, the one about Michael Caine, you, Michael Caine on uh, on Jaws. Open the script. Exterior Caribbean. Right, I'll sign up. <laughs> you just know you're going to be in the Caribbean for six weeks filming. So. Uh, Dennis Hopper was on set now, apparently, because there was all, like I said, there was all this crossover. There was the couple who were uh, writing, there were producers, there were investors, there was everybody. Um, I mean, 300 extras who were sat around waiting to work. And this is from a story in The Guardian a few years ago. L- Hopper had had his lines changed at the last minute and they brought the new script to him. So he's dressed as a humanoid dinosaur <laughs> with all this makeup on and, and all this. And he comes storming onto set. Uh, it was part of the the skyscraper sort of setting or whatever. And he comes in, he's a bit pissed off, and one of the directors says, what's up? And said, that's when things went bad. And said he was running for 45 minutes, um, saying how they're unprofessional, it's full of shit, the writing shit, who's rewrote my lines, you call this writing, it's shit. And the fact that you do it without asking me, and he went on and on and on. They then decided to call lunch. Lunch turned into two and a half hours of Dennis screaming about the lines, the unprofessional attitude, the the way they have to work, uh, and right at the end, Rocky, um, the direct one of the directors, he said, "Dennis, what do you want us to do? Do you want to rewrite the lines? Do it. Do you want us to use the original script? We'll use it. Tell us what you want." And he goes, "I'll just re I'll just read the rewrote lines. Forget it." And he goes, "Okay." And he read the new lines, but it needed just to vent for three hours. <laughs>
1: I said, but you know it's like re-watching this movie like I watched it a while ago and it was i was watching it with my kids so watching watching a TV show or watching a movie with your kids and watching it by yourself is completely different because you're answering 7,000 questions every every second when you're watching a movie with a kid right so I watched this by myself again Dennis hopper is by far the worst thing in this movie really I, genuinely i think by far Far, he's the worst thing in this movie. I, I, now, whether that's Dennis Hopper's fault, I don't know. Um, because he lo- he looks uncomfortable. Uh, I, I, he th- like the the one thing. Have you ever seen Blue Velvet? Once, right? His char- I can't remember his name, and I think it was Frank something. Frank, um, yeah. His, yeah, his character in Blue Velvet. I, I I can see a lot of his character in Blue Velvet in in Koopa. I I just don't think that Dennis Hopper knew. Anything of what he was doing, I think it's one of those ones where he, he he just fucking turned up, and he's an act. He's one of these actors who just thinks, you know what? I'll, I'll I'll just be able to do anything, and he's been thrown into a situation where a guy is then just looked at him and went, right, you're a fucking prehistoric lizard, what? And and you gotta fucking this is wow and you're Koopa and fucking Mario Brothers and. and I just don't think Dennis Hopper knew anything about this at all. I don't think he probably even read the fucking script before he signed on. He probably seen the fucking paycheck and went, yeah, I'll just do it. I'll, do, I'll, I'll just do it.
0: See, I love Dennis Hopper. I find it really difficult to criticise him for anything. See, uh, I'm, I'm, I I'm not his as
1: biggest as fan. I'm not his as biggest as fan at all. Like I, I just don't I don't see the hype.
0: You imagine around this time, right? 90, between 92 and 94, it did Speed, True Romance and Super Mario Brothers. Yeah, just think, how
1: but, does it... but but let's be honest. Let's be honest. It, it, it was it, ten minutes of work in fucking true romance because he played Clarence's dad, didn't he? You know, yeah. now Speed was different. Speed was different because Speedy Speed. You know, I would say he was one of the stars of the movie. You know, oh, he was. Like... Yeah, yeah. Um, but that was I'm, different.
0: I mean, for his quality of work, to put you know you got he, he, he does true romance, which can't have been a massive paycheck. You know what I mean? I probably didn't want as fun, well funded as Super Mario.
1: Here's but... one. Here's one. Name me three movies that Dennis Hopper was exceptional in.
0: Exceptional?
1: Just, uh, you know, I can name me three movies that Tom Hanks was exceptional. I can name me three movies that I don't like Tom Hanks. I can name me three movies that Tom Cruise was exceptional in. I don't like Tom Cruise. I could probably even name you three movies that John Leguizamo and Bob Hoskins were exceptional in. And I know very little about their back catalogs. Name me three movies that Dennis Hopper was exceptional and without having to look them up
0: well Easy Rider have you seen Easy Rider I've seen Easy Rider many are times you try,
1: are you trying to tell me that even Jack Nicholson was in that and they were all shit they couldn't act and they were fucked off their brain
0: um, Speed and True Romance
1: all the two movies the other movies that you had
0: yeah but no <laughs> True Romance it not... was, was,
1: was, was in the movie for 10 minutes
0: But you, I, I think he was exceptional Anthony Hopkins was in Silence of the Lambs for 15 minutes and he won an Academy Award so I don't have that about only yeah, but being the film.
1: Fuck, the Yeah,
0: but I don't give a shit how long they're in a film for to say whether they're exceptional or not. Yeah, just because you're in it for 10 minutes, I don't care. All right, Judy but Dench. I,
1: all right, Judi Dench winning fucking Oscars all over the place for being in the movie for 10 minutes. So what?
0: Right? But still, so good.
1: Just, I just don't get it. I just don't get it. You don't proper, get it. I digress, but that's it.
0: No. So, uh, yeah, Bob Hoskins and... Uh, Oh, John Legu- like,
1: Leguizamo, I Leguizamo, I would call Leguizamo. I,
0: would say, I would say Leguizamo. Leguizamo. Um, yeah, they obviously didn't know what, the well, they knew what they were getting into eventually, but there was, I'd um, see. I just prefer, rather than just talking about the actual what goes on in the film, I, I like the background of this. There's so much shit that went on. Oh, they, they,
1: like, I, I couldn't get over, I couldn't get over the amount of stuff that's in this.
0: I would read him back about, so they were all put up in different houses you know, bought mansions on the beach of North Carolina and stuff, you know, along the lake shore or whatever it is and um, apparently at one point two of the stars were talking or two of the cast and the, whatever they were talking about getting some weed and smoking some reefer Um Bob Hoskins comes up like after about two weeks of filming and he's like, are you going to be smoking pot tonight? I was like, yeah. He goes, why didn't you fucking tell me? <laughs> because I've been up in that mansion on my own every night. Fucking get up here now and he brings them up and they'll start smoking weed up there. Bob, how great must that be? Just start smoking weed with Bob Hoskins after that.
1: But, the, you know, again, the amount of people that actually were supposed to be in this movie is, is kind of insane because Tom Hanks was supposed to be Luigi yeah. and he actually, he actually auditioned for Luigi. And they turned him down because yeah. Turner and Hooch, or Turner and Hooch flopped yeah. and then Joe versus the Volcano flopped. So they just thought the Tom Hanks fucking Gravy Train's over. So they, tur- they turned him down for John Leguizamo. So I think I'm trying to remember what, do the right thing. Was John Leguizamo and do the right thing?
0: I can't remember.
1: Because I'm trying to think of a movie. I'm trying to think of why you would turn, even if you were turning down an actor like Tom Hanks, why you would turn him down for, for John Leguizamo. I can't think of a movie that he was huge in.
0: Um, let's have a look maybe it was cheaper
1: I know but the reason why they didn't cast Tom Hanks was because his star was fallen apparently
0: yeah but if you're going to take in if you're going to hire Tom Hanks at 5 million or John Leguizamo at 1 million
1: then mm, suppose
0: you're minimising your risk he, uh, he did very little around that time uh, Carlito's way was in 93 so that was after Hanging with the Homeboys, Out for Justice, Street Hunter, Die Hard 2. He played Burke in Die Hard 2. Very little he was in. The one that shot out to me was they went around all different actors. And at one point, Danny DeVito had expressed an interest in not only playing Mario, but directing the film as well. Uh, but he wouldn't you know sign what? a contract. Yeah. He wouldn't sign a contract without seeing the finished script mm-hmm. <laughs> Well, and as that, wasn't, as that wasn't finished <laughs> until the start of the year, they couldn't get Danny DeVito on. But that'd have been fun. I think that would have been fun.
1: I think so. But the, Danny Danny DeVito knows how to make kid movies. Yeah, that's you know he he you know, again. This is going to be the second weekend. I always we speak about Matilda, but you know Matilda is a fucking great movie.
0: Bob Hoskins did. I mean, it was coming off of um, Hook. Uh, it'd just been in Hook. It'd just been in. Um, Oh, what was the other one now? I had it written down. Who Framed Roger Rabbit? Long Good
1: Friday. Long Good Friday.
0: <laughs> Who Framed Roger Rabbit. So he'd been doing kids' films recently and he didn't want to get um, stereotyped in just doing kids' films. So he wanted to do this because they were saying, oh, it's going to be a bit darker. It's going to be, may, be a bit more grown up. Um, you know the games better than I do. I mean, how how many references did you see to the to the games in these films?
1: See, it annoyed me sometimes. It annoyed me sometimes because sometimes the references would be just be small things, like the the cartridges that go inside the boots. Yeah, you know, they were like the big bullets that go across the screen. Yeah, um, the bombs obviously uh, were in it. Um, you know, we get we get Princess Peach. You know, but she's not Peach. Uh, we get the Mario Brothers. Now, one thing that th- sometimes they throw these things in. Dennis Hopper threw into this thing when they're talking about merging the worlds and stuff like that. There, and he was talking about you know, I'd, I'd get my mushroom kingdom on Earth. You're like, what? What part of it is a mushroom kingdom? And well, then I... it only it only clicked on to me. It only clicked on to me that the 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 musician uh, who was turned into a goomba, that that was Toad. Yeah, and it was kind of like. Okay, so there, but there's there's references all through it. There's references all through it about you know there's the the super scopes that they de-evolutionized or de-evolved people with. So they came out with the Super Nintendo. They used the um, the guns to direct the screen. I was sitting looking at it yeah, going, yeah. What, but "Why, why are you using the gun? Why, why can't it just be touch screen?"
0: I've got to a you know, look, watching is, this. I remember.
1: Why, play- I don't understand why.
0: I remember playing these games as a kid. And yes, it would have been hard to go into a mushroom kingdom and have Mario get big and small and jumping around on things. But as a film, as an adaption, I think they could have done all, it could have been a lot worse.
1: Yeah, it could have been a lot worse, but it could have been a lot better. I don't, oh, think, yeah. I don't think, if you're looking for a faithful Super Mario Brothers movie, that you can ever do it live action. Like, is this is the new one that's coming out, the Chris Pratt one? Is it live action or is it going to be cartoon?
0: Cartoon CGI. Yeah, yeah,
1: it'll be a success because I I, I think that that's the only way that you can make a Mario Bros. movie. I mean, put it like this, right? It was the first, it was the first video game movie, and it was the, the Nintendo licensed, and it was the last one Nintendo licensed up until Detective Pikachu in two thousand seventeen.
0: Nintendo licensed it for two million. That that was the, he's their golden egg, he's he's their Sonic, and they that's the last that's, go that's, for two million.
1: But that's the thing, no. See, after that, Nintendo have been so guarded of their product that they barely let it go on anything other than Nintendo products. To the to the point where I believe now I'm, this n- number may be wrong. And... I think it was 2015 was the first time that Net- Nintendo licensed Mario to be on a product that wasn't Nintendo and it was McDonald's Happy Meals. Right. Mac- McDonald's paid uh, Nintendo, I believe it was $400 million Jesus, for, for Mario to go on Happy Meals. And now, but i think it's all come from this movie they have been so stung by that movie and and how l- small mediocre of a success it was i don't think it was a success i don't think it made back its full no. m- money but i think that they seen it as detrimental to the actual product itself I'll, I'll give you an example of what nintendo are like right i work for the video game retailer and anytime that a nintendo product came out you never get posters you never get a standee you know when you go into a game shop you see a standee a master chief or you see a standee of i don't know pagan men from the far cry ones or whatever you see these standees whatever nintendo never send in anything and i always question this why why are they not send it in? Why are why not send it in? i met a nintendo rep at a trade show that used to work for me uh, as a christmas temp so he's actually quite high up in in the video game industry now he's i think he's working for sony um but i said to him Lyle, get get me some fucking POS. Let me promote fucking Pokemon. Let you know, let me let me show her. and he just looked at me and he goes, but why? We're Nintendo. We don't need to promote it. No. And you know, as as arrogant as that is, as fucking annoying as that is for a, a manager trying to promote games in store, he's right. It's Nintendo. <laughs> they don't need to promote this stuff. No. So yeah. I think that this, this movie burned them. This movie burned them, and then they've just been so guarded ever since.
0: What if we got a, a Marvel live action, that was a Marvel, Mario live action, that was more like um, the Sonic movie that came out? So we had a CGI Mario and Luigi into mm. our world. You know, it, it'd work. I, you've got to have those two as, you know, the comedy pairing and... It'd be a kids' movie, you know. You follow that Sonic formula. I don't think you can go wrong, but you can't make a live-action well, Mario. I don't think.
1: You know what? I would agree with you because, for one simple reason, I didn't think that you could actually make a Pokemon movie that was live action.
0: Mm. And you did it. I I never watched Pokemon. I kind of that that boat sailed me by when I was kind growing up. Uh, and Detective Pikachu is probably one of the most fun. Films I've watched, you know, video game yeah. adaptations, absolutely. And that's not to be Ryan Reynolds. Could have been anybody's voice in it. It was a fun film. It was good fun. Yeah. Um, but uh, it, we've talked about sort of who we thought was one of the worst. One of the people who I thought was having most fun with this, or persons who were having most fun, uh, Fisher Stevens and Richard Edson, who played Spike and Iggy, the henchmen of Cooper. Um, these two were just having, having, having fun. Bad. They were just having so much fun with this. Um, they, I think at, at, at one point during filming, they just went, "Look, uh, we can't remember his lines. Do you just want us to ad lib a few bits?" And the directors, in their wisdom, just went, "Yeah, go on then." Um, mm-hmm. And then after that, they were just allowed to write their own lines on the fly because they were yeah. funny. And they were they were probably the most sort of genuinely funny uh, pairing. They had the most sort of chemistry between two characters in the whole film. Um I,
1: I just find it quite funny that they were they were stupid before they got de evolved and when they were supposed to be smarter they got stupider. Um, so I don't know I don't know how that ended, but I I think I, them two, Fisher Stevens, Richard Edison, but also I think Fiona Shaw, um, who played Lena, there's yep. a few there's a few people who I think knew exactly what they were getting themselves in, in for. And I think those three probably knew exactly what they were getting themselves in for. You know, they they're not A-list stars. You know, they just go with the flow. They're character actors. You know, they just step into any you know situation, any movie that they're basically getting paid for. And I think those three, Fiona Shaw especially, I I, I really enjoyed Fiona Shaw. And yeah, I'll be honest, she was fucking hot in this movie too. Like she was she was smoking in this movie. Like I actually quite liked her.
0: She was the teacher from Three Men and a Little Lady, wasn't she? Yeah. Uh-huh. But she was the one constantly trying to bang Tom Selleck.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and Samantha Mathis as Davis as Daisy. Look, she she does a bang up job, to be honest. I mean, she won't given a lot to go with. I no. think the main, the main sort of bulk of the scene she had was sort of uh, her being the hero, which I liked. It wasn't just her in trouble all the time, because that's what the Mario games used to boil down to. Daisy mm-hmm. or Peach is stuck in a tower. You've got to go save her. Yeah, you save the day. Um, she was actually doing a bit more of this at one point, because Cooper's uh, Iggy and Spike has been kidnapping random women from New York and taking them back, thinking they're Daisy, trying to find this princess. Uh, who can unite the worlds? Um, and I think they, they, I think they just managed to basically find about twelve street hookers from New York and
1: put but, Yeah, but... <laughs> uh,
0: let's just let's just tell you this: they were just twelve hookers in a room, and then Samantha <laughs> Mathis the was come to save the hookers. And I was just looking like that all the way through. I'm looking at them like they're just obviously all prostitutes.
1: <laughs> well, do you know what this is? This is going to be this is going to be nice because what I'm going to throw at you now is this, right? We haven't you probably know this we have an oscar winner in this movie uh so we have hoskins legosamo hopper math we have we have an, one oscar winner in the cast and can you tell me which one it is
0: oh you see so you've got me with this before you've got no, me don't with look this. it up don't you dare I'm, look not, it up. I'm not looking up i'm not looking up well no i'm looking at the cast but i can't look up the answer um
1: so we have an Oscar winner in this cast.
0: Is this like when you told me the, uh, the Dean, Dean Pelton from Community was an Oscar winner and I didn't, I didn't click? So yeah. somebody was, go on.
1: Someone, someone in this cast has won an Oscar. Who? Fisher Stevens. For what? He was a producer in that documentary, The Cove. Remember the one about the dolphins?
0: Oh, was he? Right. Okay. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So he, he was one of the people that made that movie
0: lance Hendrick Henriksen turning up for
1: listen don't I, I was waiting for this to drop what the fuck was lance doing in this movie <laughs> i
0: don't know
1: i don't know like it's... it was like he was drunk and just stumbled onto the set and they went D- do you want to play you know do you want to play the king yeah sure why not
0: um but look so we, we and th- there are moments like i said there are very sort of Kid friendly moments in this film. Basically, anytime the music goes. Oh, the the music goes, <cherche> did- well, there's, did- another, do- one. there's
1: another one. There was another movie around this time and it the was the exact same soundtrack.
0: One? Yes. Did
1: you-, did you pick up on it?
0: Yeah. <itute> I was trying to remember what it was <inaudible> from.
1: <Quality m EP> First thing, as soon as I heard it, I was like, well, that's fucking. It
0: was something like Home Alone or something? No. Or... No. Go on. Pre- prehistoric. Go on. Flintstones. Was it? Yeah. That were, that were a bag of shit as well. Yeah, it was. But <laughs> it was the same.
1: Yes. <laughs> yes.
0: <laughs> and they had dinosaurs. Wow.
1: And they had dinosaurs. Rock
0: the dinosaur as well. Um, but yeah, you can very much tell sort of this goes from I mean there's a there's a moment in um, whether it's trying to escape or whatever and they're sliding down things and falling into sorting pipes out then the next minute they're like in a club and trying to dance with Big Bertha and or whatever she is and he's trying to like basically Mario's trying to fuck her right in the middle of the dance floor he was going to fuck yeah. her if, See, if he had to he you know, you know do
1: what if she came at me like that as well it would take an awful lot of me not to turn her down
0: but you know what it never all that time is there it never mentions Daisy it never mentions Daisy by name. And it's like, yeah. it's just Mario. And I know it's Luigi's story, that, but I thought Mario, and he, even his girlfriend, what was her name? Janetta or Janine or... Janetta? Crystal. An-
1: Angelica?
0: I don't know. his Bird. and he didn't know Angelica. She, And he didn't know she'd been kidnapped. So he goes to save the day, and so he goes to save the hookers. Yeah. And it's like, <laughs> is that... <laughs>
1: But he didn't know he was going to go save the hookers. He didn't. No, he didn't go to that world. He didn't go to that world to save the hookers. He went there to no, save didn't. Daisy. He went to save save Daisy.
0: But yeah, then he, he and then she's he like,
1: didn't, he didn't. He didn't know his girlfriend was missing.
0: No, no. And he goes, oh, you, what about your girlfriend? Oh, yeah, she's still back at home. It's like, no, no. She's she's trapped here with a with other, with a caravan of hookers just following her around. <laughs> <laughs> what What do you think of the Goombas? <laughs>
1: Oh, they were weird. <laughs> like, they were weird. I do you mean, know what I mean? Like, no, I didn't know how they were going to get, like, of all the things that they were adding into it, I didn't know how, if, if if somebody had said to me, right, they're going to have Goombas in this movie. Now, do you remember what Goombas actually look like? Like little, yeah. like like condoms half rolled up? Yes. With legs? Yeah, yeah. Con- half rolled up condoms with legs. Yeah. Now, if you were to turn around to me and go, they're going to have Goombas in the movie. I wonder what they're going to do with them. I wonder what, they're going to, what way they're going to look. Well, they're going to basically turn a real man into a seven foot lizard head guy, and that's going to be called a, what? what like, I, don't, I, I don't understand,
0: but the heads are going to be tiny.
1: yeah, but how did they grow
0: i I, I don't know they evolved and
1: uh, do you know what also do you know what also picked on me as well? so when I can't remember his name toad the boy mojo Nixon, yeah, yeah, so when he when he goes under and he's shouting this fucking thing at that when he comes... Harmonica lightly, guy. Yeah, they give mm. him a harmonica. So do they give each other like different wee bits and pieces just to tell each other apart?
0: No, no, it's just that one. Just that one. It's like, oh, we'll okay. give you your harmonica back, you know. You sang a bad song about Toad, but we'll give you your harmonica. We want to give you our identity.
1: And then he goes on fire. Then they fucking burn him? Why, this yeah, yeah, next? the same. See, this, is, this
0: is the uh... kind
1: of possession that I... I the, 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 like. Like, look, like, he kind of feel really sorry for Toad. Oh, like, totally! And burnt him alive, and it's like, Jesus! But the, Jesus. I, I, I,
0: but, but That's then it. their, but then their way of escaping through all these Goombas is to get them dancing. That was the that was big,
1: dancing, yeah.
0: I mean, they they had this big finale planned, where, um, CGI lizard, Cooper would be on the the Brooklyn Bridge, and Mario and Luigi would be fighting him on the Brooklyn Bridge back in, um. Monkey Manhattan, and um, they ran out of money.
1: So was this supposed to be the original? Was this the original this ending? This was
0: the original ending. They were supposed to have this big okay. finale. I mean, the fact is, coming the same year as Jurassic Park. I don't see how you can try and like CGI the a dinosaur, dinosaur and get away with it. But I'd, I, if it were me, I'd have seen that trailer for Jurassic Park and gone, "Nah, fuck it, cancel it, cancel it." Can, you, it. can
1: you? imagine though? Could you imagine though making this movie and bringing out, "God, yeah, I think we're gonna hit it," and then you just watch Jurassic Park i was kind of like, no, nope. yeah, <laughs>
0: don't, don't work. Oh, right. You're sat there, and uh, it's Paramount executives or whatever are waiting for your first trailer, and they just happen to open the Jurassic Park trailer by accident. I'm like fucking hell, this looks good. Where's Mario? Where's Luigi? Sam Neill? I didn't know he was in this. Oh, we're watching the wrong fucking trailer. Fucking brilliant.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? To be fair, I, I don't think that the effects were that bad in the not, movie at all. Like the, the, at all. when they were when they were at the end when she was putting the bit inside and then the worlds were merging and they came across, I don't actually think it was that bad. You know, I don't think that, I don't think it was, um, it actually looked too bad. I mean, the most, for me, the most interesting part of the movie is right at the end when they go back to to, to Brooklyn and they're watching TV and then they're on the world of the strange, whatever. And then Daisy fucking busts through oh. with a fucking shotgun. And, you know, you're not going to believe what happens. Keep it going. Add another forty-five onto the movie,
0: but this is the point, right? So they've they've done a post-credit scene at the end of the film, and they've got home. So it's like they've literally, you know, they've they've saved the day. They've gone home. The news Daisy, reports Daisy, on about
1: Daisy, Daisy's decided to stay. In yeah, Daisy's other, Daisy's staying in
0: the room Yeah, she loves Luigi, but can never be with him. And then literally, they get home and like, "Oh man, what a day! Yeah, wow, can't believe we did all that." She comes walking through the door like she's been in World War Three. And it's Dan, like, like, how fucking long have they been gone before all that kicks off? Is it like as soon as they go, she turns around and there's Bowser or something rocking up?
1: It's well, her dad is King Bowser.
0: Oh, was that? Was he Bowser? Right? I didn't even click with that. Yeah, I've seen the show like so many dad, times. <laughs> her dad is Bowser. Her right? Is, I didn't even know that. <laughs>
1: like Dennis Hopper plays Koopa. Yeah. Like uh, you know, King Koopa or Koopa Trooper or whatever it is. But her dad, her dad is King Bowser.
0: I thought Bowser was so a what bad guy. Dad?
1: Does her dad... See, that's what I thought. I just think they're mixing everything up. Yeah. And lance That's Lance Henriksen plays King Bowser in the movie. He's credited as King Bowser.
0: Unless he gets pissed off at the end. Oh, and what? it's like...
1: But "What? Sorry, go ahead.
0: No, it's just why am I... Why is nobody sort of thought to not make me fungus and make me back into a real king? And he gets pissed off and he starts fighting. She leads up like a a group of rebel Goombas and Big Bertha to go and fight her dad. That's a fucking sequel.
1: But surely she would stick with her dad, because surely she would have the same questions. You know what? Why the fuck did they let you just do that shit? Because I don't agree with... Let's all just fucking kill them. But, I mean, what it means for me is this. In all the games, Bowser is always trying to to kidnap Daisy to write her and marry her. Sorry, what? That's her dad. That's her her dad. dad. Maybe... He's been away so long. He just wants the ride. She looks like her mother. Bang! There you go.
0: Sequel. She looks exactly like her mother because it was the same freaking actress. When I first, yeah. won, I always find it really confusing when they do that. I'm like, why do you do that? Because, let's put it gently, idiots who watch a film will go, "That's Samantha Mathis." Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then two minutes later, it's twenty years later. Why is Samantha Mathis there? Is it the same woman? How, how she survived twenty years, looking the same age? Why don't they just use another blonde-haired actress and just let's assume it's a mother? Oh, you look just like your mother. I don't know any kids who look exactly like their parents, and it'd be weird well, if they did. Well,
1: they needed to save money in this movie somehow. Right? Yeah. They needed to make Dino Hatton happen, happen.
0: Well, that's the thing ultimately. It's it looks great. There's lots of big, beautiful made, physical made sets. Um there is some you know, clever use of CGI for the time. The 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 de-evolution bits, the 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 de-evolved pieces, especially sort of like turning Cooper into the the dinosaur at one point and head change and everything. I think the costumes are fantastic, even though the I think a lot of them were bought you know off the internet in play, plain packaging. Let's just put right. it that way, <laughs> in discreet packaging. Um, but it was the story. It was the story and the script that just let this down. You just it
1: just it didn't know what it wanted to be.
0: Nah, and you can't, you cannot put a price on writing a script, getting everyone's approval on it, and making that. Well, you can. Yeah. It's forty million at the US box office, but yeah, it's nah, disappointing. I don't think we'll get another live action again. I don't think it's hurt no. Nintendo at all, has it?
1: No, not at all. But I mean, I think I think as I said earlier on, it it scarred Nintendo, and I think it probably made them more aware of their brands and of their products. Um, and you know, ultimately, it is essentially why we never seen another Nintendo movie or live-action movie for, what, 7, 20, nearly 25 years yeah. after Mario Brothers?
0: Well, you know what? I think the people who got hurt most by this were the directors, uh, Annabelle Yankle and Rocky Morton. Um, both of them had done sort of... Um, I mean, they did the Max Headroom show, um, mm-hmm. In the 80s, they, they brought that. They did a lot of sort of music videos, Elvis Costello stuff, Kathy Dennis videos. And this was their first live action. And to give them 60, $50, $60 million in 1993, the Nintendo brand, Super Mario. And even then it was huge. You know what I mean? It was huge back then. It's not like, you know, we're looking at it now as, you know, this monster that's grown up and how could they not realize what they had back then? Super Mario. Even then, that had three games out by nineteen ninety three. It was huge. Um, that, and since that was then, it.
1: but that was, uh, that was it. They, they, I don't think they made your man made anything else, did he? But movie wise,
0: no. Nah, nah, both of them, um, they did a sort of a look back at um, an Elvis Costello thing, maybe a few bits of music videos, the odd advert. Um, but it was them two, and I think it's kind of sad that you know you get an opportunity. And it always sort of gets positioned like that. They were given that opportunity. Maybe the one it wasn't right time for them. Maybe in ten years' time, these two would have made an amazing Pokemon film. But nineteen ninety three, that young into the careers with no experience doing motion pictures, then they get given that opportunity. It fails, and then everyone goes, "Oh, they're obviously shit." Well, maybe they're not, but that's how fickle Hollywood can be, which is sad. But-
1: but maybe it's not even the point of you know hollywood being fickle you know with i don't think their name came out of this movie good in any way not even average you know pretty pretty fucking piss poor their 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 working habits and you know their attitudes and all this stuff and i think that's what's what's probably burnt them more than anything else you know i think they just became persona non grata in hollywood because you've got Dennis Hopper, Bob Hoskins John Leguizamo all going around going don't fucking work with these guys do not work with these guys they are fucking unprofessional you know but everybody every single director has had a bomb but they've all made movies after you know they've all you know maybe they've just been scarred by the whole process and maybe they weren't looking for anything but it just screams to me that they've been you know blacklisted from Hollywood for being assholes
0: well if you want to sum up how much of an asshole they are, or well, rather, one of them. Um, the directors are apparently a nightmare to work with. Now, these are just you know accounts from cast and crew on set. Um, Bob Hoskins uh, later said of the duo that uh, their arrogance was mistaken for talent, uh, before calling them fucking idiots. Fucking um, idiots. But it was one moment in particular which saw Rocky Morton. Um, see an extra on set and he felt that the extra didn't look dirty enough uh, to be from the dystopian dino Manhattan um, and he reportedly rectified this by pouring a cup of hot coffee over the extra's head what, what?
1: But do you but do you know what though do you know what I'll, I'll, I'll say this I told the story about Billy Freakin a few weeks back where you know he, he slapped the guy in, his, in the face yeah. to get the scene you know there's a very fine line between your Billy freaking slapping the man in the face to get a, to get a scene, and you know Rocky pouring a hot cup of coffee yeah. into somebody's head. That's a very fine line.
0: Well, Morton hasn't completely denied the accusation. He claims that the coffee wasn't actually that hot. Um, eventually this. What happened? <laughs> Get over yourself. <laughs> um, the studio heads had enough of their attitude, kicked them off set. Um, not as a result of this, I think, as a combined for everything. And they actually forbid them from participating in the film's editing. And they brought in somebody else to cover the reshoots. Um, again, I think if you have Bob Hoskins and da- De- uh, Dennis Hopper ringing you up, saying who are these clowns, I, I just don't think that's good. It's a good look, no. is it?
1: No, not and expensive no. you know what. Maybe Bob Bob Hoskins and Dennis Hopper are not huge names later on in life in Hollywood, but early nineties oh,
0: they, they were pretty
1: fucking they were pretty fucking big.
0: Yeah, yeah they were. Um. So yeah, Lord, apart from Alone in the Dark, this isn't a great video game film, is it?
1: There, listen, Ooball made some really, really, really terrible ones. So I'm not even going to say that this is even in the bottom five. <laughs> video you know game what?
0: Movies of all time. I really want to do an episode on you both. I really oh, want to do an episode I on you
1: both at all. I don't at all.
0: Should we do a reverse menu where we just talk about oh. all the shit and then the fish dish is actually the one good thing you did, which was that boxing oh, tournament with film journalists. <laughs> 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 um, so yeah, Super Mario Brothers. Look, it's there. Go watch it. have a few It's pints free on, on Prime. It.
1: If you, ha- if you have Prime, Prime, watch it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. If you ever played the game, watch it and go, that's not how the game was. Yeah. <laughs>
1: that's <so> about <bad. laughs> Mushroom Kingdom.
0: Well, we're recording today on the 10th of October, which is World Mental Health Day. Uh, and rather than one of the normal adverts that we put here, uh, we wanted just to set the opportunity um, to say to people out there if you are struggling, Um, if you find that you don't have anybody to talk to or you're feeling uh, particular thoughts that aren't positive, shall we say, uh, then there are people out there to help. Um, Whether you're in the US or the UK, I mean, there's other people around the world, and sorry if we don't get to anyone, but if you're in the UK, um, contact the Samaritans. um, I'll leave it at this, but they are amazing and they do help. I can 100% guarantee that. Um, so phone them on one one six one two three. 123. Call them anytime from any phone for free in the UK One one six one two three. 123. They are absolutely fantastic people, a team of volunteers there. Um, in America, there's numerous different lines. There is the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline. If you need to talk to somebody, dial 1800 273 8255. Um, for anybody feeling loss, isolation, distress, or crisis. Even if you don't want to talk to a stranger, talk to somebody you know, a friend. Nobody's going to judge. Um, just reach out to somebody and talk to somebody, please.
1: I think I think everybody knows that we started this podcast off simply to keep our mental health uh, correct. Um, you know, we started this podcast in a a pandemic um everybody has been through so much shit uh over the last couple of years um and that's notwithstanding if you've had you know ongoing issues uh you know it's just been 10 times worse um i'll even say it like this if you're listening and you you are having shit feelings if you are having shit thoughts just drop us a wee line on twitter Um, you know I'm happy to chat away to people. You know, I've, I've, I've spoken to many friends who've gone through it. I went through it. My missus have went through it. Paul's went through it. You know, everybody has really, really dark thoughts from time to time. Everybody has some really dark feelings from time to time. But as you just said, as Paul just said, just, just fucking talk to somebody. Just talk to somebody. Take a finger out of your ass and talk to someone because that ultimately will, will, will help in some way to get it off your chest. Um but yeah, no definitely talk to someone. You need so to talk.
0: Those numbers again. Uh if you're in the UK, uh for the Samaritans dial one one six one two three. Uh and in the US, that's one eight hundred two seven three eight two five five. That's one 273 talk. Okay, right. No, thank you. Anyway, back to the podcast.
1: Are you sure? You sure? No. Same no,
0: no, I'm fine. I'm fine. It's uh. Oh, there it is. There it is in all its glory. Right. You seem to know a lot about um, Mario. It's a me. Woohoo! So, a uh, little quiz for you. Oh God! From Nintendo Life. Can I cheat? No. Excluding okay. thumbs, how many fingers does Mario have?
1: <laughs> excluding thumbs. Excluding. You're, just to, you're just trying to confuse me. Uh, six. Uh, eight. Lies.
0: Yep. He has four on each hand, plus, uh, plus the old... Uh...
1: So he has five.
0: No, not including thumbs. Uh, what was you Mario's... excluding thumbs? thumbs yeah. yeah. So he's got eight fingers. You said six. So-
1: Excluding thumbs.
0: So he's got four fingers on each hand. That's six. That's eight. That's No. No. Fuck me. Four fingers on each hand.
1: Yeah. Uh, So he has three fingers and a
0: thumb. No. He's got four fingers on each hand and a thumb. So he has five.
1: (laughs) Hold on. (laughs) I'm looking this shit up.
0: It's question one, for fuck's sake. (laughs) (laughs) What was Mario's original name in the. Uh, it's from NintendoLife.com. Do you think they'd get it wrong? How many fucking virgins do you think are email into Nintendo Life to tell them they got a question wrong? Jesus. I
1: can I, listen, I want to apologize. I've looked whoa. at the picture whoa, of Mario's Whoa, whoa, on. whoa.
0: Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's that time, everybody. Where Cormac.
1: Mario's original wrong. name. <laughs>
0: What's Mario's original name in the arcade game um, Donkey Kong? Was it Paul? Oh. Oh, was it Paul? Was I don't know why Paul's in there as a fucking comedy answer. I don't
1: know. I don't know why you've said Paul twice. I'm like, but have you said something different there it Paul? Well, I looked like, up Paul, at you and I didn't Paul know if you were P-A-L. still
0: Paul. <laughs> Paul
1: P A U L P A U L
0: Paul Mal Jump Man Barrel Man. Or the plumber. Why is Paul in there as a joke? It's obviously a joke. Might as well put that in as like a Barry or Greg. Like Paul.
1: I'll go man. Uh, barrel man. I'll
0: go I jump got, man. I'll go
1: jump man.
0: I once got in a taxi, that's correct. I once got in a taxi with uh face ache and we we're going to have some eat. And he says, Oh are you Paul? Yeah. Jump in. He goes, I don't know how many Paul's under the age of thirty. <laughs> right. Cheers. I'm like, what? <laughs> Just
1: what? what do you want me to say to that?
0: Yeah, you don't get many young'uns with that name, do you? No. I I never counted them. Never done a, never done a head count. <laughs> you no know, fucking hell. Mario has a wide range of interests and talents, but mm-hmm. which of the following has he not portrayed in a video game to date? Okay. A carpenter, a sommelier, some, sommelier I can't pronounce words, wine, somebody who knows about wine, sommelier. Okay. A golfer or an umpire? Right. I, I don't know the answer here. So he's done golf, honey. We've done Mario. He's done golf. golf.
1: He's been an umpire. He's, he's must been, been an umpire. umpire. Mar-
0: Mario tennis.
1: What was the first? What was the first one?
0: Carpenter or sommelier. So has he ever done anything where he's advised on wine, or has he ever been Jesus?
1: Jesus. Uh, Jesus. See, it's something weird. I'm thinking like a Mario restaurant kind of thing. Yeah. Um, I'll go. The, I'll go the first one. Carpenter. Carpenter. He
0: has never been a sommelier. Carpenter. Um. Eh. As you probably know, Mario has appeared in the guise of a medical professional in multiple Doctor Mario games, not yeah. to mention Super Smash Brothers. But he has also cameoed as a referee in tennis and Punch Out. In addition, he's also been in Mario Golf. He was a carpenter in the original Donkey Kong although he soon switched jobs when it made more sense for Mario Brothers to become a plumber. Yeah. In the original Super Mario Brothers game for the NES, what colour are Mario's dungarees?
1: The blue. original game.
0: Blue, red, brown, or yellow? Seems like a brown for the NES, doesn't it? Red t-shirt, brown dungarees. want yellow. He had a red was T-shirt. Either,
1: on. It was either red or. I'm going to go red.
0: Correct. Wow. Yes. Uh, it wore red dungarees, except when in the possession of the fire flower power, Up, which turned them white. White. Uh, we're only halfway through, people. When is Mario Day? Quick fire: 13th of September, 16th of November, 23rd of March, 10th of March, tw- 23rd of September, 10th of March. When's Mario Day? November. Uh, 10th of March. According to his creator, how old is Mario supposed to be? Mid-20s, 36, 37, or mid-40s?
1: Mid-20s.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's supposed to be. According to uh, Shigeru Miyamoto. Shigeru, Shigeru Miyamoto. Miyamoto. In 2000... No, what did In 2005. RIP. R- 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 <laughs> RIP. R- um, and apparently you can tell that by how smooth his skin is.
1: Well, as we all know Bob Hoskins was 23 when he did Super Mario
0: <laughs> <laughs> Hey, Hey, Luigi! What the fuck? Which of the following titles is not an official Mario game? Okay. Mari- Mario Clash? Mario mm-hmm. Superstar Baseball? Mario Teachers Typing? Mario versus Luigi.
1: Mario versus Luigi.
0: I thought we've had one of them. Have we had Mario Teacher's Typing?
1: I don't know. But I was I'll just go for the one that's <laughs> you're the fucking right as well. Yeah.
0: <laughs> you're right. <laughs> Mario Teacher's Typing was a 1991 PC educational game that, guess it what it is? It sounds like
1: some weird fucking Japanese game. So I was just like, I'll just go for the most obvious one.
0: How many physical retail Nintendo Switch games? including games that require a physical purchase, contain the word Mario in the title? It's more than 10. Are we going to get... Okay, I'll go... Okay, 10, 11, 12, or 13? 13. 13. 12. Best, I think, on there is Mario and Rabbit's Kingdom Battle. Paper Mario, the Origami King, is that the one where they did it? What did the was it Switch that released all those games where you like had to, you know, the rather than the plastic tennis racket you got with the Wii, you got like a foldable thing, like a, a cardboard foldable.
1: They've done they've done a couple of weird things on Switch. They try like I was obviously in managing the retail outlet at that stage, and yeah, They were trying to convince me that this cardboard thing would be brilliant. I was just like, what the fuck are you talking about? Fucking cardboard. Fuck up.
0: how in the 80s and early 90s, we were all told as kids we had to stop using as much paper to save the rainforest and we should start using plastic bags and plastic this and plastic that. And -hmm. now we're being told we need to save the rainforest by using more paper and not as much plastic. I can't fucking keep up. Uh, This power-up was introduced in Super Mario Galaxy, but what is its, what is this Mario form called? So it's Mario where he looks like he's got a lot of anal beads wrapped around him. Is it coil? Oh, it's a spring. Oh, shit. Is it bounce Mario, coil Mario, slinky Mario, or spring Mario? Got to be a spring, and I it? Do a big jump.
1: i go bounce Mario.
0: Bounce. Oh, uh, spring. You fool. What is the best-selling Mario game of all time? I can offer you options.
1: Give me options. I'm, I'm near sure I know it, though.
0: Go tell us what you think first.
1: I'm almost sure that it's the first Mario because it did it come with the Nintendo?
0: Okay. Your options are new, really. new Super Mario Brothers for the Nintendo DS. Is it Super Mario Brothers for the Nintendo Entertainment System? The original? Mm-hmm. Is it Super Mario Brothers 3 or is it Super Mario World for the SNES? I
1: would say it's between the DS and the Nintendo Entertainment System one. I'll, I'll, go give, you, I'll give you
0: winner takes all on this.
1: I'm going to go my first. I'm going to go my first one. NES.
0: Bang on. <laughs> Sold over 40 million copies. New Super Mario was 30 million. Uh, Super Mario World for the SNES 20 million and Super Mario Brothers 3 sold 17 million copies. Not bad for a plumber with a mushroom habit. Right. What's coming up? Gonna, uh,
1: here's a question for you. Here's a question oh.
0: for you. Oh.
1: Can I ask you, can I give you my question?
0: We're here.
1: <laughs> can I give you my question? Yeah.
0: Yes, Cormac, you can. Okay. okay. Please go <laughs> ahead. <laughs>
1: What's the biggest? This is what's the, this is
0: like that scene in Planet of the Apes where Caesar holds his hands out, and I've got to like brush your hand to give you permission to, to <laughs> do your own content. Yes, you so, may have a minute of Cormac content.
1: What's the biggest selling game of all time?
0: Monopoly, main computer game, if I dickhead. Oh right, <laughs> biggest selling of all time. The I biggest say, selling
1: game of all time this game has sold more units than any other game worldwide
0: would it be on the right lines with something like Wii Sports
1: no that's top 10 though I believe but it's it's not it's not number one
0: Grand Theft Auto
1: Grand Theft Auto 5 I believe is in top top three but it's not the top
0: Cause all they're going to they keep doing is bringing it out over and over again. You know, yeah. I saw there were two lads in in shop the other day. They were like putting the money together for like two for thirty quid, and they both had fifteen pound on them. So they were getting two copies of Grand Theft Auto Five. I'm like, how have you not got it already?
1: It's a popular game. Seven years. Very, seven years.
0: Seven. No wonder they're not making another one yet. Um, I'm struggling. Give us the give us the console. Anything. Right. Okay. <laughs>
1: I'm sorry, like but it's it's, it's probably on most consoles. Right. I think a Zelda's a
0: Right, so it's not here halo. I think Zelda's a bit too niche. Are we going Call of Duty?
1: Think of simple. The most simple game you can think of. Pong. Nearly. Pac-Man. Simple. Simple. Yeah, nearly Frogger. simple. If you're you're on the right lines. It's just simple. It's simple. Paperboy. Would you would you get it if it started humming the theme tune? Go On, of <laughs> there you go. Biggest on game of all time? I think it's over 500 million.
0: Jesus, is that some Hungarian guy that came up with that? I don't even know. Is it for Hungary?
1: Uh, no, it was, uh, it, was a, it was a Russian game, was it not? I think it was Something Russian,
0: like
1: that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But then, the biggest sound game of all time,
0: you know, 500 million. I mean, I remember my brother having a Game Boy. It was incredible.
1: Oh, it was like, I, had the, I had the Game Boy as well. Ugh.
0: But you know what? It was like, he then got a Game Gear, and I remember playing it a couple of times. It was crap. It, it was <laughs> rubbish compared to a Game Boy. I don't know why Game Boy was just so much better. I remember playing, 100%. was it Mario Tennis on the Game Boy? Yeah. And if you pressed A and B at the same time when serving, it just drops the ball behind you and wins you the point. You could complete my the game old- in like 20 minutes.
1: Super Mario Tennis on the Super Nintendo. Still one of the best games I've ever played.
0: I, um, my mate got me um, Everything or Nothing for the PS2, like two months ago. I haven't put it on yet. <laughs> I'm desperate to play this, and I've just never found two hours that I want to stick the PlayStation 2 on. I'm really worried I'm going to put it on. And I'm it's really a
1: Corm- to- It's a Corman Paul Everything or Nothing. It's a Corman Paul classic.
0: Give me a- Speaking of Bond, have you managed to see no. no Time to Die yet? No, me neither. No, no. I- Literally, my local cinema, and I know there's probably many other cinemas locally, but my local cinema, like the times when I can get there, full. The cinemas are full, unless I want to sit at the front and give myself a bad neck. But, but I can. That's I, good, I, though. That's good, though. I like that's that. That's brilliant.
1: I like, I, I like hearing cinemas are full.
0: Yeah, I do. I, I, every time I look at it, I'm like, that's fantastic, brilliant. Uh, unless I want to go at like nine o'clock on a Monday night and pay 15 quid a ticket for vip imax or something but it's all full which i think is fantastic but one day we're going to see this and re- review this then we've got um, venom out this week
1: it's only fucking out you, you're talking as if we've never oh, so one day we'll see it it's fucking out like three days ago
0: what is bond bond's been out two weeks i will see it eventually because i will be able to get to a cinema and watch it but Venom's not been
1: out two weeks has it
0: yeah be right. <laughs> Bond's been out for about. Bond was out from like a week after my birthday. we were never supposed to do it, yeah. Never even Devin checked. Yeah, yeah, it's been out a good close to two weeks. Venom Two is out this Friday.
1: I am and going you, to yeah, go see it. I I'm, will see it.
0: I'm seeing everybody on Twitter talk about it because it's already out, out in America, but we haven't been able to see it yet. But we will be seeing that. Um, and then, and then we got to June, which June. I might, I might go see that. I'll probably end up... No, you uh,
1: definitely will have to see it at some stage.
0: I will watch it. Me how And <laughs> it'll bore the shit out of me. Blade Runner. bore the hell out of me. Arrival. Fucking hell.
1: Listen, it can't all be Hudson Hawks,
0: Oh, it's just going to be so amazing! To Mr. Chalamet is just the voice of a new generation, and Denis Villeneuve. And Denis Villeneuve is, is the cinematography is just going to be second to none, and fucking. And we're going to see Carl McLaughlin riding a big fucking worm. That was the only interesting well, if bit. We don't,
1: in if we don't, I'm not seeing it.
0: That was the only interesting bit in it. It was like, you know what? It's, it's going through this whole fucking film of June. And it's a lot of people sat there. Oh, what are you going to do with the water of life? Oh, I'm going to drink it. What about you? Oh, let's go and you're you. You're
1: making it sound like it's just about that.
0: It is. And then we get to one point where they go, and then we had a war against the Candle and whatever they're called, the bad people, the people with boils. Oh, we had a war against them. And you're like, okay, great, fucking sci-fi war. It lasted for two years. Uh-huh. And then it finished. Oh, for fuck's sake. That's I, I cool.
1: want I told they not going to they weren't able it's 1983 they shot this fucking movie
0: Star Wars came out six years before that and they managed it
1: I'm done
0: plus the music from Toto was shit
1: yeah they only had like two good songs Hold the Line in Africa
0: <laughs> anything else for you?
1: no I'm just going to go listen to Hold the Line now though
0: love is always on time Right, Uh, so we'll see you next week Possibly for Venom 2 Probably for Bond Um, Go and watch them Have fun In the Um, cinema
1: because watching things in the cinema Is the best thing to do And watch everything in the cinema Movies aren't the same without watching it in the cinema
0: Go and uh, Hug your partners, kiss your mothers Um, See you next week uh, Sorry
1: I was yawning there
0: I oh, was so keeping you up Sorry about it,
1: Yeah. <laughs> you are keeping me up This fucking 10 o'clock fuck.